All right, welcome back, pool fans from across the country and around the world. You are listening to American Billiard Radio. My name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again this week. It is March the 16th, 2017. And over in China, as we speak, the uh, Chinese World Pool Championship has just wrapped up. Uh, congratulations go out to uh, Miss Fu and Mr. Fan. Uh, Mr. Fan takes home about $90,000 for that win, and uh, Miss Fu takes home about sixty. Nice, healthy paycheck for those guys. And uh, Mr. Mike Howerton of AZ Billiards was over there covering the event. Uh, so we want to wish him safe travels getting back over here. That's a long trip, you know what I'm saying? It's a long time in an airplane. Also going on right now, as we speak, down in West Monroe, Louisiana, it's the Scotty Townsend, inaugural Scotty Townsend Memorial is going down. And I think... As we speak right this instant, Shane Van Boning and Billy Thorpe are battling it out for the final on the one-pocket division. They also have some 10-ball and some 9-ball coming up over the next couple of days, so it's not too late to get in on that action. You can watch it on Pool Action TV. Go there. You can check out the schedule and, and get more information if you want to. But what a final match this is. If it, if you guys are just now hearing this and it's still going on, you want to go watch. <laughs> Billy Thorpe was knocked out of the uh, of the winner's side by Shane earlier in the event. And now Billy stayed in it this long and it's back to Shane again. So uh, let's find out if uh, Shane's going to double dip him or not. Sure to be some fantastic one pocket. That is a fact. Also in the news this week, Matchroom Sport is making a little bit of noise. They've just announced a new charitable foundation. They will be uh, donating a percentage of the ticket sales now to different charitable causes. So congratulations to Matchroom for making that happen. That's fantastic stuff. And Matchroom has also just announced the list of events that will qualify the players for this year's Moscone Cup team. The uh, uh, It's 15 events, and some of them have already happened, so the points will be obviously retroactive. But uh, the 15 will be Turning Stone Classic, which happened in New York. The World Pool Series, the first one that happened in New York, that's Darren Appleton's uh, series of events. The World Pool Series Challenge event, Derby City Classic 9-Ball, also already happened, uh, which is about to happen, the uh, professional professional players championship out at uh, Super Billiard Expo, World World Pool Series event two, World Pool Series challenge event, World Pool Series event three, World Pool Series challenge event, U.S. Open ten ball, U.S. Open eight ball, Chuck Markless Memorial, Turning Stone Classic, the Texas Open nine ball and the Houston Open 9-Ball. Those are the events that the players can get points to qualify for the team. Now, at the end of the, of the day, what's different this year is that the U.S. Open 9-Ball will not be included in the ranking system or in the list of events as it has been in the past. So the, uh, the cutoff is going to happen earlier this year to get points because we have a new coach, Johan, is going he wants more time to work with the players that he chooses or the players that qualify 
I should say. So they're going to cut the points qualifying off a little bit earlier than they did in the past. Not including it, so it won't include the U.S. Open 9-ball, but that'll give Johan more time to actually work with the team members prior to the Moscone Cup event. So there is some changes, changes going on. It'll be interesting to see how that affects the uh, final selection process. And with a new coach this year, you can bet it's going to be interesting. That's a fact. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stick around for a minute, and we're going to be right back with uh, Daniel Bush for his West Coast report. We're going to get with Ricky Bryant and talk about the new Italian BQ that is hitting the market. And we'll be back with Melinda Bailey to talk about whether or not you like to play pool in front of a camera right after this. Thanks again, Dave Bond, and thanks to the listeners for tuning in to American Billiard Radio. This is Daniel Bush with a West Coast Pool Report for the second week of March 2017. First off, a big congratulations to Roberto Gomez, a.k.a. Superman, who wins $10,000 for first place in the Men's Chinook Wins Open 8-Ball Championships. The Women's Open 8-Ball Championships saw Brittany Bryant in the finals against Bernie Storr. Brittany Bryant will take first place with $4,000. And finally, a star Starlight 10-Ball Challenge was added to the uh, Chinook Wins Open this year. It was sort of a last-minute addition, took in 16 players, and we want to congratulate Shane Van Boning for taking first place, $8,000, beating Jeffrey DeLuna in the finals. All of these events were played on seven-foot diamond tables. The fourth annual Chinook Wins Open 8-Ball Championships was brought to you by the Western BCA in the Pacific Northwest. For more news and results, you can check out www.westernbca.org. Traveling south a little bit further to the Bay Area of Northern California, the NorCal Pool Tour has just finished its first season of 10 events. Brought to you by Jane Orke and Jim Pierce Custom Cues, the NorCal Pool Tour had their finale event at Edgy's Billiards in Milpitas, and we'd like to congratulate Vilmos Foldish for taking first place in that event and defeating Bryce Avila in the finals. Also in the Bay Area of California, the Mez West State Tour is getting ready to end its third season. They're having a Top Gun Little Gun event at Hard Times Billiards in Sacramento. That takes place this weekend, March 18th and 19th. And congratulations again to Vilmos Foldish, who will take a number one ranking position on the Mez West State Tour after 17 total stops. Here's a quick update regarding the West Coast Swing events that take place every summer just prior to the CSI US Open 8 and 10 ball events in Las Vegas. What's most interesting about the West Coast Swing this year is that the traditional 10 ball formats at most competitions are being replaced with nine ball. And to make it more interesting, these tournaments are going to be offering a tiered entry fee for the amateur and the professional level player. With final preparations underway and three rooms coordinating with each other, the official announcement is set for April 15th for the West Coast Swing. But we do have dates. It'll start on July 1st and 2nd at Family Billiards in San Francisco. It'll be followed by the West Coast Challenge events at California Billiards in Fremont, California, July 6th through 9. Then following the West Coast Challenge, players will migrate south towards Bellflower, California to Hard Times Billiards for their annual Hard Times tournament. 
So once again, we just want to remind you that this year's West Coast Swing is going to be all about nine ball. There is a one pocket event as well, brought to you by California Billiards. But nine ball is going to be the format. That is the big news for the West Coast Swing this year. And last but not least, this year's West Coast Swing will be highlighted by an historic action match between Tony Chohan and Dennis Roculio. It'll be hosted by California Billiards between July 11th through the 14th. And Tony and Dennis are going to play a race to 41 pocket for $100,000. This is probably one of California's biggest action matches in history. Once again, that's July 11 through 14. Tony Chohan versus Dennis Roculio. This is Daniel Bush. I want to thank you for listening to American Billiard Radio. If you ever have any questions regarding pool on the West Coast, feel free to send me an email, daniel at povpool.com. Thanks a lot and keep loving pool. Welcome back to American Billiard Radio. This is your host, Mark Kentrell. I am joined this week by, for a change, I'm joined by David Bond instead of <laughs> me joining David Bond. Hello, hello. And, and we also have um, Mr. Ricky Bryant on the line with us, who... Um, has been, uh, if you've been looking at AZ Billiards and some things on Facebook and the, in the forums, etc., there is a new queue set to come out onto the market. Uh, it's, I think it's just about there, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more as we go. Uh, first of all, how are you doing, Dave? Everything okay with you, my friend? Oh, yeah, we're doing good. We got some uh, sunny weather. It's looking good, uh, and I'm, it's spring is right around the corner, so I, I'm going to start smiling a little bit more. How you doing, Ricky? Very good, very good. Uh, I enjoyed that nice snow weather that we had earlier in the week in Chicago. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> well, part, you know, part of the reason that... Uh, We've got Dave involved in, in this conversation uh, about the uh, new queue. It's called the BQ. Um, is that Ricky Bryant happens to be in Chicago, where David Bond is, and uh, Dave Bond got a chance to play with this new BQ queue. Uh, yeah. And yeah. So, let, first of all, let's get, Dave, let's get a review from you as to what your thoughts are about the queue, because it is different. It's, uh, it's not a wooden queue, it's, it's a carbon queue, correct? Right. Yep. Carbon composite, everything's carbon composite, the shaft, as well as the butt. Right. As well, has, uh, is made from carbon composite. Right, right, right. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, to, to go right into it i'm sort of a a traditionalist when it comes to cues i really love wood um i mean i'm I'm a fan of um you know some of the things that they do with ornate wood cues and really honestly uh if it weren't for this particular cue um i probably would still favor wood but uh i had a chance to try this thing out and you know i'm like i said i'm skeptical as it is but um, there was something extraordinarily, uh, I, I don't mean extraordinary as in, you know, uh, 
impossible to achieve. There was something surprisingly different about this. I've played with fiberglass uh, cues before and carbon uh, composite cues. So it's not that I haven't tried other ones before. I have, but this one was distinctly different from the very beginning. I mean, the first stroke. And I, I there was some guys on AZ Billiards that had um, been writing up reviews on it and what have you. And I specifically avoided reading any of their comments before I tried it because I didn't want to have any ideas in my head already, you know, about one guy likes it or one guy hates it. So... I tried it and I got my thoughts on it and I went out online and I looked and the ironic part was that they were saying exactly the same things that I was thinking, meaning that it's very quiet when it hits, surprisingly, the, you know how wood has a certain sound and then your fiberglass and your composite cues have that sort of a plasticky sound, almost a metallic sound. This thing was almost silent when you hit with it. Um, there is just almost imperceivable vibration it is it, it feels like you're you know like it should be lined with shag carpet or something you know it's very smooth it's 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 hard to describe but um i don't want to ramble on about it so i'll just say that my first impressions of it were um impressed i was impressed and i think it has a a lot of potential um rick if you could tell us sort of the basics of what makes this cue any different than any other composite cue that they have sort of tried before? Well, let me start off. I want to kind of bring the listeners up to speed, too. Sure, the the sure. company is new. Yeah, They did a, a kickstart fundraiser to fund the company, and that's how I got involved with them. We got the $20,000 uh, that they needed to start the company put together in December, and they started shipping the first cues to the people who helped with the funding. That's how we got paid back. They started shipping cues uh, late uh, January. I got mine toward the end of February. And um, it plays different. Uh, there's a, They have their own proprietary joint uh, called the B-joint, and they have a proprietary weight system called the Leonardo weight system. Right. And right. The shaft has what they call an Aurora front-end design. Uh, the two owners, uh, uh, one of them has a background in materials and, and works with composites. Mm -hmm. So they have worked on this, and both of them were pool players, and so they had their own ideas. The, the things they wanted to see in the shaft was they wanted to be able to play speed, push, precision, and low deflection, and feeling. Mm -hmm. And they wanted positive feedback in the feeling of the way the cube plays. And I, I was really surprised that, that it they, they pull it all off very well with, yeah. with this cube. Somehow. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the carbon composite uh, is in the butt of the cube as well as, as the shaft. And it also is different than... Uh, some of the other carbon composites that are out there, they have a proprietary coating that they put on the shaft, so the shaft is white. Right, right. And it is a low-deflection shaft with no uh, no ferrule. Um, and it, I just, uh, it's, uh, the, the tip is 
and it, I think it just plays beautiful. Right, right. And just to take a step backwards for a second, the, sorry, Mark, um, they, the gentlemen that started this company have asked you to speak on their behalf because they're not really good in English. So just wanted the listeners to know that's, that's, that's yeah, why that's we, we don't have a mind. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I've been communicating with them on and off for two or three months now. Uh, the uh, One of the owners is Alessandro Vrisan, and his partner is Michael Cornell, and I hope I didn't butcher their names too bad. <laughs> Sorry, Mark, did you have a, something well, you were going to say? Go just, well, ju- just to uh, make sure that it's, it's clear that, um, f- first of all, no, nobody's, this is not an infomercial, nobody's getting paid for this. And I say that because it's a new product, and uh, out of the gate, you're given, Dave, you're giving it, uh, you know, uh, some positive exposure, a lot, yeah. of com- a lot of compliments, yeah, and and that's and that's fine, but you know it, it can always sound like oh well we're getting paid to say it's good. <laughs> that's not the case. No, yeah, um, no, no, with Ricky Bryant around putting his hands in his pocket, that's not going to happen. We know that. So, um, <laughs> but um, I, I, I think that this is going to this uh, particular cube with it being the uh, carbon uh, composite is people are going to have to either hear a lot more um, compliments and a lot more reviews about it in order to give it a try yeah, or give it, be able to be in a position where they can give it a try because somebody like myself yeah, I, I really, all honesty, I've never played with it. I've got no interest in playing with a carbon cube. Right. I, I, I played, I, I played with them before. I'm, I'm with Dave. You know, there's no. Well, uh, what, what, what's what's going to be new? And I, I've had people. I've been on the road with it it's for people to be able to try it. And I've had people say, "Oh, I played with one from Walmart years ago that was a carbon composite." Well, that was a it was a coating that was over a wooden shaft, yeah. and this has no wood in it at all, right. and and it right. plays different and is designed different. And uh, and what a lot of people don't understand the one of the things they want a cue that plays consistently and will play consistently forever. When you hit with a wooden shaft, you stress the uh, the the fibers in the shaft stress, and over time, the shaft will play different. Right. With this composite material, it does not change. It will stay yeah, let me, let me ask you a through the life of the shaft. Yeah. Since you brought that side of it up, let me ask you this. Is there a difference in how it feels and plays if, it, if you're in Phoenix in September... Or in Chicago in January. I, I don't think you know, it will. I think it'll be very. I think it'll be more consistent than wood would be. Uh, and actually, I had a gentleman that tried it, uh, and he had he had tried some some other new shafts that are out here. Uh, and I'm not going to mention companies, but but uh, 
he felt of this one and immediately fell in love with it. And he said, you know, this looks like wood. It feels like wood to me. He said, it doesn't, he said, I like the way it hits. Right. I like, I like the feel of it. And he then sent like three more pool players over to that, to have them come and hit with it and see what they thought of it. Right. 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 Well, so, so it, to go back to what I was saying that, you know, either a lot of reviews or a chance to actually play with the hue, um, you are going to be at the Super Billiards Expo. Uh, That's correct. And people will have a chance to hit some balls with it. And right. Maybe uh, get more reviews off. Purchase one. Right. I work uh, also as a photographer and reporter in the pool industry is the other thing. And kind of pools my passion and what I really love doing. And um, I'm going to be working. I always work Super Billiards Expo and, and uh, for Professor Q-Ball Magazine. And I'll be working out of his booth. And when I'm in the booth, when I'm not having to be out shooting pictures and gathering information, I will be displaying and, and allowing people to hit with the cue. I'll have three or four different versions of the cue there uh, for them to try out. We uh, they've come up with the idea that we're doing a limited edition one for Super Billiards. This is the 25th year for Super Billiards, so they did a limited edition 25 cues made that will be commemorative for Super Billiards. And anybody that buys one of those will have their name on the cue as well. Um, my understanding there's 25 of them left already. The video was released today on the BQ website, which is uh, B-E-C-U-E official, O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L dot com. And you can go to that site to see and get the information about the cues. You can also click on the uh, link that's on there for Facebook, and there's at least 10 videos of the cues and the weight system and the new commemorative cue is shown there as well as the uh, uh, cool. case, the awesome. uh, Pandora case that they have. Cool. All what right. what uh, price range are these cues running? I I don't have the exact price. The the uh, basic cue is somewhere around 700 and depends on the packaging and what all you get with it. We're going to be releasing a uh, Super Billiards Expo uh, packaging deal, and that will be posted online by uh, this time next week, uh, by about Wednesday of next week. We're going to have the, the posting for that special and the specials that will be offered during the show special. While I'm there, I'll be able to take orders for the cues. There's These are not production cues that they're making a thousand of them and they're going to ship them over here they're made as they're ordered and it takes about three weeks for them to get the cue produced before it can ship mm -hmm. and there are some customizations that can be done there's some different colors and things that that you can get the butt and uh, mm -hmm. the one that i have uh, is called the naked uh, it's black but you can see the carbon fibers in the handle, uh, which is kind of cool looking, don't you think, David? Yeah, yeah, it's a nice looking cue. Definitely. And uh, the the joint is uh, 
like I said, the proprietary joint and it's stainless steel. Then the, the butt, uh, the rest, as they call it, is a titanium material. Mm-hmm. So uh, they've put a lot of thought into the materials that go into these. Right. Now, these guys, this all the production is actually happening in Italy, right? Yes. Everything's okay. produced in Italy. Gotcha. Gotcha. So do we know yet? Um, I guess we don't know the turnaround time other than, other than the three weeks. I'm assuming it would take maybe three, a, a three weeks. Or so. And and they, they ship uh, via Federal Express okay. to the state. There you go. And I'm not sure who they're using uh, overseas, but uh, they they ship, like I said, to a number of different places. I know there's a video of one of the snooker clubs in the Middle East that uh, has received a couple of cues, uh, and they're doing some testing and things and and working with some modifications for uh, for using them for playing snooker. Right. I understand that they're also planning on um, making a jump cue and a break cue also? Yep, there's uh, the jump cue and break cue are in the works. There's also a uh, a pro taper shaft that they're looking at. And at some point, uh, there's a a really, really good possibility that the shafts will be made with with other joint uh, configurations uh, they are also uh, working on uh, making a uh, uh, extender for the shooting cube. Mm, okay, cool. So, to, sounds like, like they're really on. neat guys and a lot of good concepts, and and they're really, I think, moving along real well. The orders of the orders have have been surprisingly good, and uh, the reviews have been good. Awesome. I was just really amazed the first day I played with it not so much as but after that first day it's just gotten better and better and better and I I love the way it hits <laughs> well there you go you've got some some uh personal experience with it so he knows all right well yeah. thanks Rick we appreciate you uh, giving us the lowdown on that on the new uh product on the market there well, I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, I uh, hope uh, the listeners will be watching out there. Like I said, you can go to the BQ Facebook page. You can go to the BQ uh, <laughs> website, which is bqofficial.com, and uh, we will be posting uh, the price list for Super Billiards will be posted within the next week, and you can place the orders directly with the BQ guys, or you can contact me online or you can contact me at the show um the best way to reach me is usa at bq official.com and you can also text me at that and it will send me a text to let me know you're wanting to see the queue awesome well good good luck out there when when does the super billion expo start uh, April, right? Starts the 30th. The 30th, 30th. of March. Yep, four days. Four, four days of fun and and all-out pool, 24 hours a day. <laughs> yep. And this is the 25th well, year. Alan does a great show out there. Yeah, he does. Yeah, well, I'm going to see if I can get uh, 
Div Bond to get his end in his pocket and uh, ship me out there. Maybe we can get together. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but if you make it out there, I'll buy dinner. All right. See, there you go. I appreciate it, my friend, and uh, good luck to you. Uh, I hope, hope everything uh, works out with the, with the new product, the BQ, uh, as you would like it to. And... Uh, Hope everybody gets gets a chance. It's the crowded marketplace out there, you know, for the Q business. And so, hopefully, it's something that's uh, really, really going to make a make a difference and not be the same old, same old kind of thing, you know. When somebody comes up with a new Q, most of the time it's a different variation of the same thing. Uh, it sounds like it's uh, going to be much different. So. Uh, good luck to you there. Good luck at Super Billion Expo. And uh, thanks for joining us. We do appreciate it. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And I am talking with Miss Melinda Bailey down in the great state of Texas. I always have to say the great state first. You know, that's, it's oh. required. How you doing, Melinda? <laughs> Absolutely, you better say that. I'm doing great. How are you? And hi, everybody. I'm doing okay. Uh, you know what? We just got some regular spring weather this week, so nothing really to complain about, I guess. Well, unless you were in the Northeast, and then there's a lot to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, we did just have like a big, blast of snow here uh, a couple days ago and i got a lot of people got a big blast of snow but uh yeah. it, it's kind of over and gone you know you get over it and we all go back <laughs> about our business of hoping that it's going to be warm outside <laughs> yep uh, anyway so you got some writing that you want to talk about for this week what's going on yes i uh i've actually been wanting to write a blog post um about a certain topic that I, that's always kind of intrigued me. And I started it, I don't know, about two or three weeks ago. And then I was going to guess, uh, I was going to give my opinion on it. And I thought, you know, instead of just guessing, why don't I ask one of my friends why they do something that I don't do? Hmm. And it turns out that it's um, it's about playing on a live stream. Like hmm. what I've noticed is, is that some people, you know, when they play on a live stream, they're announcing it to the world and they're, you know, putting it on Facebook, hey, I'm going to be on at this time, you know. Mm. And I remember when I was playing, this sounds funny to say that, because I'm trying not to play pool, I'm trying to retire. <laughs> but uh, when, I, <laughs> yeah, when I was playing a lot, the last thing I wanted to do was let people know I was playing on the live stream. And um, so it's always intrigued me that some people, like, always advertise, and there's some, you know, and I don't know who else does, obviously, but I know I would shy away from it. I mean, you. I could go to a tournament and no one would even know I was in a tournament. I didn't even announce <laughs> it on Facebook or anything, you know, until afterwards. Hey, I won it, or hey, I got second, you know. I just kind of, I just didn't do that. And and I think one of the reasons why is 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 honestly because I, I've got I've received a lot of negative comments when I play bad, and I and it's it's st it stays with me. I'm not one of those people that can let it go, unfortunately. Yeah. And so you know, I've been playing for 25 years, and I've only been playing good for three. So I got 22 years of. <laughs> crappy comments, you know, of why yeah. did you do that, and, you know, you dogged it, and, you know, and just, you know, I can, you know, the gamut, <laughs> you know, sure. and um, so anyway, instead of guessing why my friends, you know, would announce it, and I don't, I asked one of my friends, and it was Tina Pulowski, and a lot of people know her, she's now married, but um, 
she has a new last name. But um, it, it, and so she's one of the ones, and she's played all over. You know, an amateur national champion, an amateur champion. And um, so I, I sent her a message on Facebook. I was like, hey, you know, can you give me a f- couple, of, you know, just a couple of sentences of, you know, why you do this? And instead of responding back to me, she calls me. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to talk to her. You know, it's like, Uh-oh. and it sounds, it sounds funny, but not her, but I don't want to talk about it. I want some snippets that I can use because if I'm going to call, I won't remember it. And, yeah, yeah. You know, and I was a little, I was disappointed, actually. I really was. And I thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to be nice, though. You know, I'm going to call <laughs> her back. Because on the voicemail, she said, I'm really, I'm excited to talk to you about this. I want to share why. And so I called her, and I'm so glad I did. Oh, my God, we had, like, the best conversation, and she was driving in San Diego because she was visiting. She's like, it's perfect. I'm in a car. And, you know, while I was driving, too, and, of course, I'm trying to take notes a little bit while I'm driving. It wasn't – It wasn't. I was being safe, but it still wasn't very – I can't read my writing once I got home. I can tell you that. But um, <laughs> but I was actually glad I called her, and we had this this conversation. And I don't have word for word what she said, but um, and I wish I did, but – but the long story short is is that she knows that her friends want to watch her play, whether she's playing good or bad. Yeah. And she, she learned that when she would come back from a tournament, someone would say, one of her friends, or many friends would say, you know, I heard you're on the stream. Why didn't you tell me? I wanted to, I wanted to watch you. And, and, you know, her philosophy is so different from mine. You know, she's like, you know what, I don't, you know, my friends want to play, watch me play whether I play good or bad. And and she says, I, don't get me wrong. I'd rather win every time, you know. She yeah. says, But if I play bad, I do, and I don't. I don't. I said, well, and I'm all, well, 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 well. What if you play bad, you know? Because I mean, that's my fear, you know, playing bad in front of a thousand people or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she says, um, I just shake it off. She goes, I know I'm not going to play good every time. She goes, I know I'm not going to win every time. And it's amazing that to me that you know her makeup is so different than my makeup, you know, because I. You know, once I start playing bad on a stream, whether people, whether I've advertised or not, I know people are watching, right? <laughs> and so if I'm playing bad on a stream, I start thinking about the people watching me playing bad on a stream and what they're thinking instead yeah. of playing pool. Yeah. And so I'm not mentally tough, you know, mentally strong. I mean, when I was playing really good for a few years, hardly anything distracted. I wish say hardly anything distracted me, but I was able to handle the distractions. And I wasn't thinking about... Well, what's David Bond worried about, you know, about me missing that ball? You know what I mean? I'm not thinking those things when I'm mentally strong, but if I'm, you know, since I'm not playing consistently right now, and because I've had 22 years of playing bad, you know, it's those thoughts do come in my mind, and they have come in my mind, and I, that's why I don't like to advertise to people when I'm on a stream. Yeah. And yet she's all for it, you know? She's like, you know, so what if I play bad? Then my friends still support me. They still want to watch me. Right. And um, she even gave an yeah, and she even gave an example where she uh, one of her friends plays a lot in some tournaments, and her friend doesn't play that good. And she says, you know what? She goes, but I don't care. She, you know, I love it when she says she's on the stream. And who else? What else do we want to watch on TV on the weekends anyway? Is pool, right? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> and it was a, it was really refreshing to hear her perspective. And it was so yeah. cool that she was so excited to give it. She's like, look, I really do have a. I really do have a, a point about this that I want to share, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and it was really a great perspective for me because I think I am, well, I don't think, I know I'm way too worried about sometimes when I'm not mentally strong what people are thinking because I've had so many bad comments, you know. Sure. Like, you know, just um, 
just six months ago, I was playing in a tournament, and I wasn't playing that good, and someone says, wow, you really aren't playing good right now, are you? You can tell you haven't been practicing, or you can tell, you know, and I'm like, yeah. why would you even say that to me? Right, <laughs> like, yeah. And so, you know, and I understand that I need to look at it that, well, you know what, those, those are the facts, and don't take it personal. But, my again, my makeup isn't where I just blow things off. Oh, you know, right. I'm not saying that... I'm not saying that every time I play in a tournament I won't share that I'm on a stream, but I will but I will admit that I get nervous about it. Yeah, yeah. Because I absolutely. Am, I am scared of the I'm scared of the snowball effects of okay, you know, if I start playing bad and then thinking about people watching me play bad and then I play worse and then I get embarrassed and that is a really tough um, I know exactly. To yeah, reverse. I know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. And it, it was kind of what um you mentioned, ironically enough, on Facebook just a couple of days ago, um, a, a tidbit about the breathing to calm down. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Perfect example of that where all you need is that reason to be nervous in the first place and you're, and you're dealing with that, having to calm down for whatever reason. you know. It, right. And it's funny, I was talking to somebody about a very similar situation. He said it makes me nervous to play... Uh, somebody better than me because I'm afraid that they're critiquing <laughs> me and judging me while I'm playing, you know. Right, right. So to to amplify that exact same emotion, now you've got a stream going on and you know that there's people doing the, potentially doing right. the same thing, you know. Uh, right. I, some of the guys get really nervous about that. I don't know. Um, I don't recall ever having – if I was being streamed, I didn't know about it, so I didn't think about it. Um, right. But like you, I think if I sat there and dwelled on it, it might bother me. Uh, right. You know, it, uh, matter of fact, we were discussing this around Moscone Cup time, and uh, which guy was it? Um, I think it was Mr. Bergman. Justin Bergman was saying that he doesn't get nervous playing pool. He gets nervous when people are watching him. And talking to him, and he's one of the hardest parts of him participating in that. He, he said was not saying anything stupid, because you're doing <laughs> news interviews all day and signing autographs, right. you know, and all this other right. stuff that adds to the sort of the pressure of being there. So right. to bring it full circle, if you're being streamed, uh, does that bother you because you've got people watching you or not? Hmm. I can definitely see how it would bother a lot of people. Uh, and then there's other right. people that just, you know, oh, well, they can watch or they, you know, what? It doesn't bother me at all. I'm not. And I, and I think it does depend on our confidence level. If I've been playing yes. or if I've been playing consistently and practicing and playing pool a lot, then I'm not going to worry about it as much. Right. And I'm going to be mentally tough and I'm not going to be, you know, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to worry about it. But right. what I can say is, and you're giving you're giving perfect examples of why pool is so mental, just like golf. Yeah. And so here we are trying to play our best pool, focus on every shot, and yet we're being distracted by this little thought in our head about playing bad in front of people, but, and it's right. already tough enough, you know. And yeah. so it's it's amazing that um, that. We already have so much we're trying not to think of, you know, Absolutely <laughs> when we're trying true. to play. And it's not that I can't play in front of a stream. Um, I really can. I can play in front of an audience. I like to play in front of an audience. Right. It's just if I'm not mentally strong, then 
you know, it can it, it can backfire on me, and it, and that has happened for 22 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so it makes me a tad nervous. And I'll give an example of something that happened, um, I think, about three weeks ago. There was a big tournament, I think, in California. And my girlfriend, she played on the stream, and she lost zero to seven. And she puts on Facebook afterwards, she goes, how can I recover from that? <laughs> and and that's huge because, yeah. you know, she doesn't have as much experience as the rest of us, but I can tell you that that's going to stay with her a long time. And the next time she finds out she's on a stream table, she's going to freak out, right. you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and think, oh, no, am I going to do the same thing again? Yeah, exactly. Right, right. But here's what, another interesting side to it, though. Is it running the Omega Tour? We uh, we don't have a stream yet. We don't have a regular stream. We have someone that that uh, helps us. Um, he's in, he's kind of at the beginning stages of starting the stream. But otherwise, we don't have it regularly. And when we didn't have it regularly, so many people were asking about when you're going to stream, when you're going to stream, when you're going to stream. And it's so funny because I'm over here sitting. But aren't you all nervous? You know. <laughs> but they're not. I mean, they they welcome it. They want at least the ones. The top players. I don't know. I mean, these are the ones I hear from. I don't. You know, I'm yeah. not saying everyone wants it, but sure. you know, there there is definitely different makeups to people that won't. You know. Yeah. I, I know at times in my career, I've loved playing in front of people, and I wanted to play in front of people, and then there's other times I just don't. And yeah. so, you know, part of it is the makeup of myself at the time and how confident I yeah. am. But yeah, yeah, it, it, it's just a, it just was so intriguing to me that Tina was always, hey, I'm on table. I'll be up at 3 o'clock. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, there's there's probably a certain amount of the people out there that uh, those extroverts that we were talking about, and the uh, the ones that don't mind if you watch, the, you know, it's like, hey, the, do that. Those are the people that feel like it's, maybe they feel like it's 15 minutes of fame. You know, like, hey, I'm the one on TV, right. you know. That's true. Some people, and I don't That's mean this true. in a derogatory way, but some people crave that attention. They thrive on it. Whereas oh, others, you know, yeah. uh, other people, it will crush. So, you know, right. It, you're right. right. It does depend on who you are and, and uh, how you sort of perceive that. Hmm. Yep. Good point there, Miss Melinda Bailey. Maybe next time you oh. should write about what happens if you are the nervous one. What do you What do you do? <laughs> Do you just sit there and breathe like you were talking about, or do I now have to I go have a, seek I a have therapist? Or... <laughs> Good. I have lots of tips that have helped me. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks. You go uh, have yourself a great weekend, and uh, we'll... thank you. Yes, ma'am. And we'll get back with you pretty soon, I'm sure. All right. Stay warm. All right. We'll see you guys next week right here on American Billiard Radio. Bye, everybody.